Luckily for the party, the rest of the trip turned out to be mostly uneventful. They spotted a huge shadow silhouette in the waters underneath their boat, but the creature left them alone and kept swimming in the direction they came from. Still, the stress, the seasickness and the sleep deprivation took a toll on the party, especially on surfers who had a mild mental breakdown. After three days, the group spotted a huge island, way bigger than Shathrak. They saw a beautiful city with incredible tall towers and one particular building that was glowing with such intensity that it hurt their eyes. There were plenty of boats with white sails and ships with red sails. Wishing to land where they wouldn't be seen, they followed the coastline looking for a place to stop their boat. They found a beach far enough away from the city. They took the boat as close to the land as they could. And when they hit the rocks, they were forced to swim to the shore in the frigid waters. It wasn't easy, and Sephiris almost drowned. Still, they survived the night. The next morning, they left behind Anvar's body and traveled towards the city. On the way there, they stopped a cart and talked to a man who turned to be a marble merchant. They tried to carefully inquire about things such as to where to buy clothes. They had to lie about where they came from. Vilras tried to say they came from the east and the merchant pointed out that there were pretty much nothing else to the east. So Sephiris instead convinced him they were from Theogonia, a name she had picked up from Centrek. The group finally reached the city, which turned out to be built in concentric circles. The outer layer was built out of mud, the second out of stone, then silver, and the ring at the very center was built out of gold. They looked around a little and waited for Centric, who didn't show up. They asked around at the port, supposedly his ship hadn't arrived yet, but was expected to. The following day, Sephiris visited the merchant they had met on the way there. His name was Lord Ivaris, and he owned the entire marble market, the second spire. He sold him their coins from Sothrak, claiming to have found them on the way to Tiso and hoping to be able to sell them. He had them evaluated and informed them that they were worthless pebbles. Meanwhile, Winston and Villers tried asking around for work. They were told that it would have been difficult for them to be hired for any good job because they were not part of the Church of Wealth and they were not belonging to the guilds in the city. The Church of Wealth apparently was the religion that it was going on in the island of Tiso, and the building in the center that almost blinded them seemed to be their headquarters. Afterwards, the two of them got lost. They ended up in a bad part of the stone port, where they were approached by six armed men. The sort of one among them, who seemed to be in charge, tried to lure them towards a shack, claiming that they could be of use. Winston and Vilras refused to follow him and were forced to fight them. They survived and killed four of the criminals while the other two ran away. After the clash, they were approached by another man. He introduced himself as Jax and invited them to meet him at the Broken Cup Inn in the Silver Ring. Any day after 9pm. Supposedly he had a job for them, although he did not clarify exactly what it was. During that time, Sephiris met up with Knox and put up a small juggling performance in order to collect some money. When the party was reunited, Winston was furious at what just happened. The group decided to use the money that they had looted from the corpses to buy clothes in order to attract less attention to 
themselves. They also plan on selling the criminal swords and then meeting with Jacks.